you're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show. And we're certainly going to debate tonight. So please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay Saint G. Coming certified geek seven days a week. Coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, our moderator and troll hammer. Stronger than the DK Banana Slammer, Joe from Fallen One Gaming. And of course, always with me, the warrior from Wakanda. The Fiend from Louisville. My man, Mark Withers. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Super excited to be here as usual. And yes, the moment is here. We are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And I am super excited about this one because as most of you know, Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters. I went and saw this movie, loved almost everything about it. And I've been wanting to talk about it, but almost nobody uh, that I know actually has seen the movie. So I've had all this stuff like kind of bottled up and I'm ready to really chop it up with these guys. And who better to actually like talk to about this than these two guys here. I, New York is in the building. Let's just say that. Yes. Um, Got my five go fellow giant uh, YouTubers on here. We from Queens, New York. We got Kush from the Hub. How you doing, man? Listen, y'all can hear me. Yes. All right. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. We got uh, we got a couple people in here, man. I've been waiting to talk about this for a while as well, because I haven't. I mean, like I've had a couple friends to talk to it about, but like just other people. You know, on the same level, so to speak, of investment with with the the franchise and the movies and whatnot. I, I just let's let's get right to it, man. I was saying earlier, I need to get some talking points because I got so many thoughts flowing around my head that I'm not sure where to begin. Absolutely, yeah. and of course, another New York Giants uh, YouTube creator, all the way from New Jersey, but he hangs out in Virginia. We got Pess, the analyst from PTA Sports. How are you, my friend? This stream is not brought to you by Yingling, but I drink it and I like it. And I like to propose a toast to the best Spider-Man movie in creation forever and ever. Amen. Here's to Marvel and to Sony for putting this classic together because my goodness, was this movie a classic. By the way, we love the beard, man. We love the beard. Yes. Oh yeah, you know, we, listen, we're you know we're we're growing it out now. We're we're looking sexy. You know what I mean? I'm 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 bringing gray hairs back. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. <laughs> of course. Hey Joe, who do we got in the chat tonight? Because I feel I feel like we got a full house going. Oh, we do. We have Dion from Off the Beaten Podcast. Yes. We have Shake Feathers. We got Josh Bates. We got Cindy Lou. We got Billy Mouth the Third. Titan Goji, yeah, Valerie Gothic, Full House tonight. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Guys, thanks so much for showing up tonight. We are, uh, we have a lot to get through, um, but uh, I, I don't even know what I was about to say. I'm so excited about this. Uh, Joe, I know you got a lot of talking points here. Um, yes. So I don't know if we want to start with you or if we just want to kind of go around and kind of talk about like our general feelings general about thought. this let's movie. Do our general yeah, let's do that first. So we'll start with uh, Kush from the Hub. Uh, again, I'll give you give us your general thoughts. And of course, while we have everybody here, go ahead and promote your page and your and your um, Twitch and all that good stuff uh, uh, while you're here, man. 
For sure. I mean, it's not the first time I'm on here, so I feel like everybody already knows where to find me on YouTube. But I recently, a couple weeks ago, did restart my Twitch channel. Back in 2019, I had it where I was like doing only Halo stuff. And surprise, surprise, I restarted it to do the new Halo campaign. That's been going pretty good. Finished my final final today, or my last final today, which means I could be way more consistent with Twitch streaming, YouTube, stuff like that. Congrats. Until basically whenever my next semester starts. So like the next month and a half is going to be... Just pure content creation from me on both fronts. And uh, just in terms of general thoughts on the movie, I, I think Pest said it best. This is, I don't even think it's a competition. This is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. And for me personally, it's like, and it's definitely recency bias, but still, I feel like this is the, the greatest, most epic superhero movie made. Because it's technically like 20 years in the making, which is crazy to think about. And it's a it's just a concept that nobody ever thought was possible. Even after we had, you know, the first big crossover movie, which was The Avengers. Even after we had stuff like Infinity War and Endgame. We're talking about so many legal stuff that had to be jumped through to make this happen with, with, with Sony and Marvel. And with just having a multiverse, you know, live action Spider-Verse movie. It was just... It seemed impossible to do. So, I, like, it's just all epic proportions of this movie, man. Yo, very, very well, well said. said. Absolutely. Uh, past the analyst, man. Uh, love to get your general thought. I mean, you kind of already did, but uh, let's just say it again. And, and where can everybody find you, man? Uh, yeah, I've also been here, uh, you know, quite a few times. So people know where to find me. Uh, PTA Sports on YouTube. Uh, PTA Sports on Twitch. Uh, the YouTube channel has been kind of quiet. Uh, and the YouTube uh, and the Twitch channel has also been a little bit quiet, but it's because uh, the last, you know, eight weeks have just been absolutely crazy for me. Um, for those who don't know, I just recently retired from the Marine Corps. So I've been I've been a, an active duty Marine like this whole time. <laughs> like So uh, I'm, I'm done with that part of my life and I'm starting a new chapter of my life. And so now that things are starting to kind of calm down and simmer down, you'll, you guys will see a lot more content from me. Um, I'll be doing probably more Twitch stuff than I'm doing YouTube stuff, but I'll be in both spots. It's very easy to find me. So, so there's that. Um, in regards to this movie, man, uh, I was super excited to, to sit down and watch this movie. And I kind of already knew a lot of the things that were going to happen just based on, you know, some of the some of the rumors, some of the talking points. Uh, I tried to avoid pretty much everything I could in, in regards to uh, to the movie. But I, I was I was blown away as I sat in this theater and I watched this this, this movie happen. Absolutely blown away. So well done. Um, very, very little things in the movie that I didn't like. I, I, I mean, I can't even really think of anything that I did not like in this movie. There were some things that I was like, oh, I wish they did maybe this a little bit different. But even still, everything that they did, in my opinion, was perfect. This is an A1 film. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're sitting here listening to us talk about it because we're going to spoil the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but uh, if, if you have not seen this movie, uh, you know, go see it immediately. It's it's worth it. Um, I genuinely don't uh, want to go watch a movie multiple times in a the movie theater. But if it wasn't for the fact that, like, Christmas is coming and I got a lot of stuff that's getting ready to happen, I would have already seen this movie a second time. 
So I'll probably go see it here in, in, in about a week or so. I'll go watch it in theaters again because that's how good this movie was. And I've only said that about one other movie, and that was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So oh, I'm just saying, like a true yeah. G, this, <laughs> this movie was amazing. By the way, before we move on to Joe, uh, Pest, again, congrats on your retirement, and thank you for serving our country. Like, Absolutely. You got balls of steel man because there's no way i could have done it so thank you to, and of course our friend dion from off the beaten podcast also served our nation thank you you guys so all of our veterans out there thank you man it's always it's always great to have a veteran and a nerd and a giants fan on the chat on the channel man i appreciate you taking your time hey, i appreciate y'all thank you for that i appreciate it absolutely so joe uh go ahead man floor is yours your general thoughts real quick and then we'll get marks and then i'll close that close my general thoughts Yeah, so I I saw this movie with the kids in 40X, and wow, what a wild ride. Uh, The swinging scenes were awesome in 40X, so I mean, I have a little bias with that. But this movie has got to be, obviously, the best Spider-Man movie, but this was able to actually unseat Ghostbusters as my favorite movie of the year. We just talked uh, about that last I week. Praise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, this this movie is action packed through and through. It's a little bit of a slow start, but I'll give that a pass. And I mean, wow. The I don't think we've had theater reactions like this, like I was saying, since Endgame. So this movie possibly could be the best MCU movie yet. Yeah. And of course, Mark Weathers, that you've been chomping at the bit. Uh, we've been going back and forth all weekend, man. Go ahead, dish it out. Yeah, so on Thursday, right after I saw this movie, I did a rapid review on it. And in that, I kind of gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, I, I loved almost everything about this movie. I thought that the beginning was a little bit clumsy. Like, they, they kind of um, put in a little too much fan service without narrative purpose. I also thought some of the dialogue was a little just choppy. It was like, let's just do this so that we can get to here. But once it gets to that second act, it really takes off and it it doesn't stop. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, there's a buildup, there's a buildup, there's a buildup, big payoff. And what I really love probably uh, the most out of this entire movie is that it actually makes this version, this iteration of Spider-Man, the true Spider-Man, in my opinion. My main complaint about Tom Holland's version, although he's brilliantly played, I think Tom Holland does a great job as the MCU Spider-Man. Every other film, he's sort of been like the sidekick character in his own films. And he really doesn't, uh, he really doesn't display that that tragic hero that Spider-Man is is from the comics, that character that I grew up with. In this, you really see him like take loss after loss, you know, and you really get a sense of like the true reason, like why he's propelled to do what he propelled to do what he does, which is not to be an Avenger, which is not necessarily to to become like a famous superhero, but be, but to actually have that sense of responsibility. I really felt it here. And, uh, you know, I think that for that reason alone, I think that that makes this, in my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie. All right. So I'm going to keep it 
I won't keep the 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 broadcast on all of all all five of us right now when I say this because I want to see everyone react here. I gotta bring all you guys back down to earth just a little bit because I think you guys are still coming off a very big high right now. <laughs> okay, that being said, okay, going into this movie, I went in with low expectations because I've been crapped on by Marvel this year between Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Eternals, which are all certified booty sauce. So I was going into this movie like, all right, if, if, if Marvel burns me with my one of my favorite Marvel properties, like, I'm never going to let this go. I ended up liking it. It was good. But this is by no means a great movie. By no means is this the best Spider-Man movie. In fact, it's far from it. However, from a, a spectacle standpoint, my goodness gracious, what a roller coaster ride. This is probably the biggest spectacle of the year. This is the biggest probably in my opinion a bigger spectacle than what endgame was but there's this, oh. movie, this movie oh, has glaring problems that can't be overlooked and it's been driving me nuts all weekend the more i think about it because again like endgame where how they were inconsistent with the time travel this movie was very inconsistent with interdimensional stuff that did not make sense and we will get into that but that, but like I said, the movie's good, not great. I, I'm still debating if I like this more than uh, Homecoming. But this is no way better than the two, the first two Sam Raimi's or Into the Spider Verse. Um. Uh, so, can I go first? No, 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 no. I just, I, wait, 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 wait. I just, I just everybody get their question. grain of salt. I just, I just, I just, I just have, I just have one question. I just have one very, very quick question. I just, one, one quick question. Anytime Pest has a question, it's not quick. Trust me. Jay, Jay. <laughs> Do you like anything? Like anything at all? Like, do you like anything at all? Because it uh, seems Jay, like can I, you Can hate I get a everything. very quick answer I, and, and then I, I'll I go? I said it was good. Not, I, listen, I'm giving it a uh, 7 out of 10. Seven, so, so here's my thing, right? For so here's my thing, right? Okay, go so, ahead. Well, first of all, I, I got I to gotta correct you. Shang-Chi was a good movie. I don't know why. I don't I know. Agree. She was I agree. Good. I Shang-Chi was a good was movie. Good. Yeah. Shang-Chi yeah, was the first, like good movie from that studio in my opinion in, a, in like a while i feel like it's been a while before shang chi that like i, I went in there and i, I, I enjoyed watching like it. one I, it just didn't speak to me like i was hoping it would being a fan of asian cinema that's all mm-hmm. shang chi was and, solid yeah and, and then uh. with this i'm gonna go back to what i said earlier yeah okay i'll say this i don't know if i necessarily agree or disagree with, with your point but but this is what i'll say as like if we're looking at it as a movie and we're analyzing it just as a movie we're looking at the script we're looking at the inconsistencies like you're saying then i'll agree with you there are some parts and this goes to what mark was saying as well where it feels a bit choppy especially in the beginning even some parts for like certain villains like let's be honest it's always going to be hard to juggle that many like antagonists in the film right and that's not and like like it's no secret that the lizard was completely weak sandman was weak in here uh even electro to certain points like a lot of people like new like the new the new new as jamie fox called himself i did too but it was like but it was just like yo this is this is such a drastic change without any real good reason it was like there was Mm -hmm. definitely inconsistency so as a movie movie yeah yeah i agree with you but going back to what i was saying earlier as a spider-man film and as a superhero film i still think that it clears the rest simply because of the fact of what we're seeing on screen here like I feel like that carries more weight yes, than you're giving you're it credit right. for. But my thing, you said, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I feel like the, the the spectacle. I can't let the great spectacle. By the way, special effects are phenomenal, best that Marvel's ever done 
in a while yeah. because I the special effects in the other movies were not good. But but anyway, but the the thing is, the the great spectacle doesn't mask the problems of the movie because i'm sorry but, but that's like, where my, that's where i'm going back to saying way. um i disagree with, with if you're gonna judge it you're judge you're saying that you're judging it as a spider-man movie like comparing you say that Ray, the first two Raimi ones still clear where yeah, i disagree clear, i feel like i feel like off. you're saying uh, where i would agree is if you said that and then said as a movie because that's where i agree with you if we're judging it just as a movie but if we're judging it as a spider-man film no it, like it clears everything else in my opinion it's totally it's totally of, better it's totally better than the other Spider-Man movies. That's why it, it, it really gonna, depends. It's just how I feel, but I'm not going to knock you Yeah, it, it really, yeah, it really depends. I think on like what you're using as the metrics, right? Like, I think what Kush is saying is, and correct me if I'm if I'm misunderstanding you, but like, I think what Kush is saying is that like this is a better Spider-Man movie than the first two Raimi films, simply because it's groundbreaking in what it's achieving, yes. right? Like, we've never seen all three actors playing Spider-Man in the same movie. We've never seen like a semblance of the Sinister Six before. Like we've, you know what I mean? Like we've never, there's a lot of like firsts here. Like um, Matt Murdock being in this. Matt Murdock. You know what I mean? Right. Venom. Venom The the Amon thing is sets up not just for the MCM, because that's what it's called now, right? Not the MC, the MCM. Mm -hmm. And, And then for Sony's own stuff as well is like, it sets up so much. Yeah, 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 and I mean, and I mean, like when when you when you look when you look at what this movie accomplished, right? Uh, it it essentially tied up a lot of loose ends from the first Spider-Man movies, you know, and and so it explained some things and gave us a little bit of closure, right? right. Because we never got our closure with the other two Spider-Man properties. Correct. Like we never got closure. I disagree. Now a we, bit. Have- we got closure with Toby. We didn't get closure with Andrew. Yeah. Uh, did we get? Did yeah, we? How did we? How did? His trilogy and like was was like a trilogy. It was a story arc that came to an end. They were gonna do another one, which was supposed to be four, five, and six, but it got canceled. Mm-hmm. That story arc came to an end, even though if it was a choppy end, you know, the Harry story arc, which got I thrown mean, in the backseat because Sony wants to push Venom into it and stuff. It yeah, still I got mean, a conclusion. It, it it what it didn't feel like it didn't feel like the 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 first, the very first three Spider-Man movies accomplished what could have been accomplished. Right. Right. And so so we're so we're sitting here, we're trying to figure out, well, what happened to what happened to, to, to Toby Maguire's Spider-Man? What happened to him? And now we well, know well, that's different from closure, though. You're just wondering what happened in that universe. Well, that's dope, because because now I don't need to know anything else about Toby Spider-Man. I know that that he he fig- he figured his life out, right? He's always going to be he's always going to be the the, the guy that screws up, right? Because Spider Man is, is a screw up. He screws up all the time, right? But at least how is it that as, at his fossil age, him and MJ still got complications, bro? That because, made me laugh in the theater when he said cause that because because there's always because because he because yeah. he's a screw up. Because he's a right. screw up, and it's not that's it's more last, MJ's fault. Let, let, let's, the, let's, let's take a step back, guys. That, that's more MJ's fault. But, it's, but I, it's, that, it's, the, it's the last, it's the last big goal in his life at this point, right? He's been mm-hmm. Spider-Man forever. He's old and broken down mentally. He's not quite there, right? But he's he's kind of there enough. He's he's there enough to be the voice of reason. But the last thing is MJ, and he's still screwing that up. But I mean, like I felt like. I felt like on, on on all facets, we got closure. Even this movie, like let's say they don't make any more Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies, right? None, no more. I still feel like, okay, 
we've got closure here. Yes. We've got closure. Yeah, I agree. I can yeah. agree with that. This felt that, like a that's culmination what I agree with you for Holland Spider-Man, even though they already confor- confirmed the fourth one. Yeah. They're, they're it was such more. a creative way of wrapping up that trilogy story yet opening up the door for what is going to be the next trilogy with Holland, right? I, right. I love right. the way they did that. Right. Um, what I will say, though, is that I still, I entered this movie only wanting, like, another Toby movie, but I exited, I'm just like, nah, I don't want it. We need another Amazing Spider-Man movie. Even though those movies were yeah, bad, Andrew's performance was never a weak point of those movies. I think Thank most you. people can agree with that, that watched the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. The movies were bad. Andrew as Spider-Man was not necessarily bad. He was, he was pretty good, and... I, Side note, I just love like the head bobs and ticks that he does when he's in the suit. I, I haven't seen that done by Toby or by Tom. Tom has a lot more expression right. from mechanical eye things, but like you saw expression from Andrew too through like his body language in the suit. But like after watching, like I was just like, we need a proper conclusion for Andrew's story, which we never got. Well, maybe, yeah, well, maybe I can we, agree with that. Well, and maybe, I, you well, know what, Pat? I think I think it could be on the table. To be honest with you, I don't know. It could be on the table. Yeah, okay. Sony, well, it's still Sony's property. They could. And people, and in yeah. fact, Mark, you posted on the Facebook discussion group today. By the way, if you're not joining the Facebook discussion group, link in the description, please join. But you posted a really cool link, Mark, saying that, that The Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield's trending right now. It's in demand right now. Right. It was, trend, it was trending premiere night. Yeah. Like yeah. when I got home from watching it Friday night, it was trending. So, yeah. so I mean, so here, you hear can me, hear you, me out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, just hear me out. Hear me out. This is what I'm thinking. Why not put Andrew Garfield in Venom's world and have him be the Spider-Man so, to that? It's Venom. interesting you say that, Pest, because the rumor is that if there is an Amazing Spider-Man three, he's going to be fighting like the that's Venom that we know. No, that's, that's, whether that's whether it's Venom that, goes to his world or he goes to Venom's world, there, for, I don't know where I first saw need. it, but I've seen it multiple times that he's going to be the one that fights Tom Hardy. I don't know where it came from. Well, I'm glad I've someone else is thinking like me because that's what we. That's what I want next. Like that's right. what I want next, right? And then well, of the course, original we still got that little drop of symbiote left that uh, at the, in the end credit right, scene. So- which, real quick, a theory that I'm not even sure <laughs> if it's necessarily a theory, but because of what the symbiote said at the end of uh, "Let There Be Carnage," where he's like, you know, it has like memories and the mind, of mind, all the all universes. Yeah. yeah, that means that it has the memories from fighting in Spider-Man Three. Right, with, uh, yes. with Toby, which explains why Tom Hardy ended up in that universe because he hadn't mm-hmm. encountered Spider-Man, right? Exactly. And the actual theory was that like, oh, it's every villain that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Well, mm-hmm. if Tom Hardy had never met him, then why the is he there? Knows him. Okay. That symbiote knows I'm him. I'm so glad you brought that up because this is what the thing has been driving me nuts. Okay. Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. I got this. Is the one glaring problem with the movie that can't be overlooked. Okay, so come at me. I don't care. So the one thing that Doctor Strange said, if I'm not mistaken, okay, I only saw it once. I know you guys saw it multiple times. But Doctor Strange said the problem with this whole dimension thing is that it's it's the villains that died fighting Spider-Man and knew right. his identity. Okay, Jamie. Wait, no, Fox, no, no. Don't don't misquote him. Don't misquote him. He didn't necessarily say all of them died because we know Sandman didn't that's die fighting him. Sandman didn't die. Uh, but that's the thing. Lizard he never said all of them. Die. He never said all of them. That's what I'm saying. Don't misquote him. Yeah, no, he what he said, said, said was that everyone that knew Peter Parker found out died. He never yeah, said Sandman died. He said died. everyone used the word all. I'm, I'm just saying, don't misquote if that's part of your point. Okay, hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm gonna, but anyway, um, Jamie Foxx, Electro, did not know who Spider-Man was. This is true. Okay, another thing too is 
Venom, Topher Grace Venom from Spider-Man 3, knew who he was and died fighting Spider-Man. Why didn't this his is a Venom point? Yes, to this universe. I agree. Tom Hardy. The inconsistency yes. and the problems in this movie is glaring. Marvel has done a terrible job with the time travel and the interdimensions because they're inconsistent. Well, okay, okay. and I'll the, say this: that oh, go ahead, Pastor. But, you know, let me let me just comment on that. Yes, the, the, there is a logical reason why Tom why uh uh, uh Tom geez, Hardy Tom Hardy. I'm sorry. Is the reason why Tom Hardy's venom is there. Because Venom knows who he is. Well, yes. Venom knows no, 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 because no. of the hive mind. He did not know until after he came through. He no. Came. At the end at the end of Let There Be Carnage, yeah. Venom recognized and said that guy and licked the TV. He knows. After he crossed over. After well, he well I wasn't over. even going to argue that part. I was going to argue more the, the logistics part, which is... Um, we all agree there's inconsistencies in the movie, and with that, why, right, bro? Let's go call up Toad for Grace. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. They have a Venom I, right I'm now that's successful like, to bring him, right? Right. But uh, in the uh, for the in-universe explanation, Pest, he, it, that goes with when Venom. He literally said it in the post credit scene. Yeah. He was like, do you want me to access the hive mind? He was not accessing the hive mind before the post credit scene. Yeah. As right. soon as he accessed it, he got pulled through. That was said. Right. It let there be carnage, the post credit right. scene. It was as soon as he accessed the hive mind, there was that little thing in the room, and then he was pulled through to Peter. Which, right. which I want to add something to that, though, too. Like, so, for all we know, Topher Grace's Venom did appear. He just didn't appear on screen for us, right? Because there is a moment... Right. When they're all in the Statue of Liberty, Dr. Strange is there. They're looking up at the sky and they're like, and he's like, they're all. Oh, by the way, I saw, I, I saw Craven and Scorpion, I think. Craven and Scorpion. And yeah, Rhino. Raven. And Rhino was there. Rhino was there for right? Rhino so, was there. So, yeah. So for, for all we know, Topher Grace's Venom could have been coming through at that moment. They didn't all come through all at the same time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, like, I, not, not that I disagree with your point, because I re- actually, did want to see Topher Grace in this, and I kind of expected to, but um, but I, I can rationalize it that way by saying that like, yeah, there's not really an inconsistency there because they were all kind of coming through at some point. Yeah. By the way, Let There Be Carnage is currently trending on Twitter. Oh God, that, that one was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my favorite. Do we have questions? The, uh, as far as the Venom thing goes, I mean, you got to bring it back to reality to the point where, you know, there are contractual obligations. There are yes. the fact that the fans didn't receive Tover Grace as well as they wanted them to and everything. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you bring it back to real world, you can kind of understand. Yeah. But I do I do agree that it's kind of muddied the waters a little but bit. If on, but yeah, if the whole rule was, if these guys are, come, like, you know, died fighting Spider-Man and knew what his identity was, which was the, one of the whole points. Like, again, it was just inconsistent. And I see Deanna Chance saying, why am I nitpicking greatness? It's not nitpicking. <laughs> if it's a glaring, He's... glaring, gaping hole that I can't I just tagged you both on something on Twitter, uh, Pest and yeah. Jay. But no, I, I agree with you. Like, I'm, I'm on the same point as Mark here. I agree with it because I agree there are inconsistencies with it, but it can be rationalized if yes. you kind of squint. But, but well, you know, it's kind of squint, too. right? Yeah. Marvel is really good at leaving loophole or leaving plot holes in the movie and then revisiting them later to explain them. Facts. That's yeah, basically that's their thing. So just because you haven't seen him now doesn't mean you won't see him later. Mm. Right. 
That's a, that's. Do you see what I said? You went past. Mm-hmm. I see. Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad Yo, do, we, any, like, do we have any questions? Can you just understand where I'm coming from? Where it's just like you know, oh, you know, like I said, it's just a glar some glaring that can't overlook. Again, uh, again Jay, do, do you do you like anything? Is there anything that you like? like well, he's being me right now. Like, Mark was saying earlier this year. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, uh, he's being me right now. Earlier this year when we were talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, I was the guy that was picking out, like, every little thing that was wrong with the movie. And everybody else on the panel was like, oh, this is amazing. I love Zack Snyder's Justice League. 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, I was like, no, nah, not really. So he's just, he's getting me back a little bit, guys. Yeah. And then, then going back to what Mark was saying earlier, which, by the way, you were correct. You were trying to explain what I was saying, which was, like, as a Spider-Man movie versus as a movie movie. Right. Like it goes to that too. I don't, I don't think anybody's necessarily wrong here. I feel like it's more what we're defining it as and where we're yeah. saying the inconsistencies lie. It's also it's all subjective, anyways. Yeah. It's how you experience it, how you nah, see it. Forget all that. Fight me, Jay. <laughs> this movie was amazing. <laughs> it was spectacular. Bring it. <laughs> no, but like I said, it, it the movie's fun. I like the movie. It's fun. Again, seven out of ten. I'm being generous here, but like I said. That's one of the pr big glaring problems. The other glaring problem, and this is not like Kush kind of talked about it earlier, is when you cram so many villains in there, you know, some. The, I thought some of the villains, especially early on, were short work. Like, I mean, we could Ock definitely was, all agree Lizard and Sandman were weak, right? Yeah, but the yes. Ock, oh, yeah. Doc Ock was taken out quickly. Like, and yeah. Then, and then Green Goblin was taken out. Like, they all got taken out, like, really, really quick. And it's just like, man... These guys had full movies that took a whole movie for Toby Maguire to take them down, and here comes Tom Holland, and like takes them down in like a couple of minutes. So it's just like it kind of like well, killed. Go ahead. Let me let me, fair, let me let me let me speak to let me speak to the Doc Ock thing because like in that fight, like Doc Ock by like had him dead to rights could have killed him mm -hmm. but it was it, it was the armor that saved him it was the yes. nanotech taking yes. over his tentacles yeah. if he had had a normal spider-man outfit on he would have been dead Yo, without, question. Question. without question and, and that, that's where i was saying match. like as but like when the movie hype was building we got trailers and stuff like when that first trailer dropped and doc doc was in it, it was kind of confirmed for everybody yeah. we knew what was gonna happen what was gonna happen right i was saying to friends that i was saying on twitter i'm like yo Tom Holland Spider-Man ain't ready for this, bro. And he was not. <laughs> he would have gotten killed by yeah, Doc Ock. Yes. And Green Goblin was out here rock bottoming him, superplexing him, rock right. super bro, bombing him through Can the Can we talk about the Spider-Man Green Goblin fights? Real quick, oh Pest, cause that's another thing that I loved. And another complaint about my I was like, yo, these movies, I love them. But they were kind of missing the brutality from yes. Amazing Spider-Man and especially the Raimi movies, and that was here. That was yeah. here. Willem Dafoe was the MVP. Oh, oh, no question. Wait a minute, no question. William Dafoe was the MVP in anything that he does. Okay, yes. <laughs> if you, I agree with if, this statement. If you if you cast William Dafoe in a movie and and someone else is hired as a co-star. You know what I'm saying? Or even if someone else is a star and William Dafoe was a co-star, you know at that point that it's William's movie now. It's just, right. it's just his movie. William yeah. Dafoe actually had an interview recently where he actually said when he was approached about this movie, he said, listen, I know I'm getting up there in age, but I need to do the action in this movie. Yes. So he basically said he didn't want to just go through and, oh, there's a pop-in of Green Goblin. There's a pop-in. He actually wanted to be like, 
almost like a mainstay throughout the film. And they yeah. allowed him to do that. You could tell yeah. he missed this role. Just like I could yes. tell both Toby mm-hmm. and Andrew missed the roles. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, I disagree on Toby. Toby phoned it in. Andrew was great. Toby. I don't know if it's necessarily Toby phoned it in as it is what he was oh. given to work with. Because I'll definitely say Andrew had the stronger performance. Oh, yeah. I'll say right. that. Well, but I don't know well, if it's necessarily Toby phoning Toby, in. Toby, Toby looked like he, he didn't want to be there. Yes, like, let's be you. honest. He looked like, although, he, like he wasn't I'm, enjoying it. Although you got to give him a little bit. Because how long has it been since Toby's been Spider-Man? Versus oh, how long time. Been since yeah, almost 20 years. 14. It's going to hard to jump right back in there. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't have an issue with Toby as as his Spider-Man. And here's the reason why. Because it, it literally, even if he was phoning it in, I'm totally okay with it because he felt like an old-ass Spider-Man. Like, I'm too True. old for this. Yeah, you're I, right. I'm too old to be doing this. Right. But I'm going to do it. I don't want to. If, if he's Spider-Man or like in right. the same family, he's definitely the father. You know? No, he's right. Grandpa Spidey. He's Grandpa well, Spidey. Right. And to your point, like I, yeah. I kind of agree with what you're saying now that I think about it, because he did kind of come across like every other every other iteration of Spider-Man, regardless of the age. There's a, a feeling of insecurity. There's a feeling of of like being unsure of yourself, of feeling guilty about things. Those things as you get older tend to like fall by the wayside as you get, you know, you, as you come into yourself as like a grown man, like you kind of like become more sure of yourself. And that's kind of like what he portrayed in, in this. Like, I do kind of feel a little bit like, like what Jay's saying where he like kind of phoned it in. But when I really think about what you're saying past, like, uh, it makes sense that an older Spider-Man would be like more reserved and like mm-hmm. more measured yeah, and would not, be like, okay, like, I've jokes, been through this before. He also seemed to like humanize himself a little more, like step mm-hmm. away from the superhero role and go back to, you know, a regular human life, especially when he mentions MJ and everything. He's like, yeah, well, we're having our issues. Like, well, I think it was a very conscious decision. You know? I think it was a very conscious decision, adding to your point there, Fallen, to have him for like his the first half of his appearance outside the suit. Outside and of the suit. He was the, the suit. only yeah. one that didn't have the suit on when he showed up. He was the only yeah. one. And then, of course, I mean, both of them, but Toby especially, but both of them kind of played Uncle Ben a little bit. Yeah, so, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, when you actually, have yeah. the movie with Andrew Garfield, who I, I've been critical of those movies, but Andrew Garfield was amazing in, in this in this role, and you could tell he was having fun. I By agree. the way, Andrew Garford, you're a fucking liar, and we all knew it. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, he's a liar, but that just gives him acting props. Yeah, he deserves the Oscar for but, his off-screen well, antics Willem prior Dafoe, to this well, movie. I, I guess because Willem Dafoe and Andrew Garford were so amazing, that's why Tobey Maguire, to me, just felt like so, like, phoned in. But, Mark, real quick, something you said to me when we were covering the Rocky films last month, and you said that we never gave Burgess Meredith his flowers. Right. I feel the same thing about Willem Dafoe. Like, we haven't given that man his flowers because, like, Pastor said, agree. every movie he's in, especially look at, look at the last few movies he did between Snyder Cut, Aquaman, The Lighthouse, this The movie. Lighthouse, yep. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, the man, like, next level shit, dude. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey, hey, yo. I'm, I'm, let me just and let me just throw let me just throw another one of his credits that doesn't get enough love because the movie was bad. But Death Note, Death Note. He was so good in Death Note. He was so I'll good. Even, he was I'll the only further. good in Death Note. He was the only good, but he was so good. Yes. His his performance in Beyond Two Souls, the video game, was pretty damn good Ooh. too. 
And now, one more thing on Willem Dafoe, the one thing, Mark, we've talked about this many times on Nerdcage, the one thing that the first Rami movie robbed us of is Willem Dafoe wearing, wearing the helmet. And we're not yes. able to see this movie. We really got to see his facial expressions, the way he looked at Peter when he was laughing as he's getting punched and he's laughing at him. Like, yeah. oh my God, like that performance. I'm like, like, yes, this is what we wanted 20 years ago that we didn't right. get, you know, because. And in just, addition to that, like, just it shows like the, he was able to convey the dichotomy the between the two characters, right? Yes. Like, like when he was not Green Goblin, when he was like, when he would come back to himself as like Norman Osborn, like the the sense of guilt that that he conveyed, like, what have I done? Like, like what happened? Like, why am I, you know what I mean? Like he like felt like a broken man in those moments and completely believable. And then mm -hmm. flip a switch and he's like this other character. Yeah. And so good. I just love that about so the good. way that he like played this now, role. Like, really committed to it when he was getting punched and, and just kind of laughing it off did anybody else have the feeling that they were watching the joker <laughs> from the from um yeah. dark knight i mean people have always said he would make a great joker too so yeah he would but to but to be fair green goblin is is a psychopath so yes it's okay that's, yo another thing just going back to like not necessarily problems, but little nitpicks I had with Holland Spider-Man. He's never faced a psychopath. Like, he's always yeah. faced a dude that's just a good a dude. dude. It's yeah. like the good and, dude type and, of villain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doc Ock and, um, and uh, Green Goblin are superhuman. They have super strength, mm -hmm. which is something that Tom Holland never faced. Well, skipping the Avengers, I'm saying in his solo outings, like, yeah. Vulture was just a regular So I, I loved when they literally yeah. duped it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That, I think that was the first... I think that was the first time we saw this Spider-Man really get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's well, ever. I mean, he, he kind of got he's beat a little bit up. from home. He's, far he's, from he's home, got, he got beaten up a little bit. He's gotten beat up, but he got his ass kicked in this movie. Like he mm -hmm. got, he got the the shit kicked out of him in this movie. Right. That's the first right. time we saw Tom Holland really take a beating. Bro, going right. back to the brutality I was talking about. Part of that is remember in the Raimi films, like every single film, there was a point where Toby's mask is half torn off, bro. <laughs> like every <laughs> single one. Yeah. We, we didn't have that, but we had it in the form of, you know, you saw it, you like what Press is saying, you saw it happen, you saw him bleeding and stuff. Like, it, like there's certain things that need to happen, in my opinion, and, and it mm -hmm. happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I like that, like, mo you know, just kind of following up on that same idea. Like the, when he had these fights with Doc Ock and with Green Goblin and he got his ass handed to him, that's very consistent with the early like Silver Age Spider-Man comic books when he first faced off with these characters mm -hmm. that kind of showed him that like he wasn't really ready to like take on the like villains at this caliber, like right off, right off the bat. Like it was almost like a callback to that, which we hadn't had in this, like in this iteration, as you mentioned, you know, also like, you know, in the other Spider-Man movies, he's had backup. Like he's had like another, like more experienced superhero, like kind of handle right. those big issues for him. Whereas mm -hmm. this time he was just like, pretty much on his own you know what i mean like they were the other spider-man but like but like they handled really well of making sure he was to one to fight the main guys which i was wondering right. how they're gonna handle because right. every single time 
Goblin showed up, I was like, all right, when is Toby gonna do something? But he didn't, which I'm like, you know what? Yeah, because it's not his movie. Right. 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 No, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree with that. And I think I think I, I really like the progression of, of difficulty throughout these three movies in terms of the villains, right? Like, Vulture was a very easy win for him, right? It was a very... It, it didn't seem easy because he was so inexperienced at being Spider-Man, but it was still an easy win. And then Mysterio is the easiest of wins, right? That's a, that's a pretty damn easy win, too. But, <laughs> but Spider-Man could have legitimately lost... Like, and died multiple times. And died several times in this movie. There were several right. occasions where it was like, hey, yo, is he about to die? Because right. I don't think he can get out of this one. Like, and, and, and like once again, just going back to the other ones, right? So is, we saw that several times in 2002 when um when Toby first faced off against Goblin. Several times he could have yep. died. In 2004 when he faced off against uh, Doc Ock. There was, I think, maybe two times he could die. And then, of course, 2003, there was a bunch of times he should have died, but the symbiote saved them and stuff like that. Right. It's just like, and I'm say two things, um, kind of a little bit of a, of a offshoot here, but but the first one was with the ending. We only got glimpses of it, but I think that new suit might be my, my new favorite suit. My favorite suit, live action, has always been the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit. I, I, I'm personally a big fan of the big yeah. eyes, which, by the way, when I saw it, on the premiere night is how I identified Andrew. As soon as the portal yeah, opened up, same, and he turned his head, I saw those eyes, and I like I like I like I like I outbursted. I yelled in my seat. I'm like, "That's Andrew! Look at the eyes!" And then yeah. after you know, everybody around, they're like, "Oh shit! That is he's the only one with the bug eyes." Yeah. Like, but like I love everything about his suit. I like the design. I don't know, and he fills it out pretty well, pretty good as well. But this new one, bro, the blue is is blue. Yo. <laughs> I know that yeah. sounds so weird, but the blue is blue. Yeah. Maybe I'm imagining things, but it looks like it's a mixture of all three Spider-Man suits that we've seen. The Homecoming one, yeah. Toby's one, and Andrew's one. It, it, we only saw glimpses of it, but it looks like a mixture of all three to me. That suit yeah. looks bad. The color, yes. Yeah, the color scheme is like, it's very uh, reminiscent of like the 60s Spider-Man. Like, the one that you have behind you right colors. now. Yeah, I think it like may have also light been kind of over your right shoulder, gathering right? into the video game Spider-Man too. What's that? Yes, I think over your right shoulder. Put yes, into the that. video game Spider-Man too. <laughs> yes, it, it it also did give me PS4 vibes. Yes, yeah. it does. It does give me PS4 vibes. I and there is know, a new one coming. So yeah, I I, I, I totally I totally <laughs> love the the way the suit looked. I can't wait to see it again. Um, and and just to kind of I'm so excited to see where Spider-Man goes from here because now we have the actual Spider-Man. Yeah. And 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 good good on Marvel and Sony for creating a trilogy that was actually an origin story. That's never been done before. Right. So for them to tell this origin story in this many parts and finally we get to like what you was watching wasn't really Spider-Man because now here's Spider-Man. Like mm-hmm. I'm so Pat, so you agree with what we were saying a couple months ago then. Um <laughs> I don't At least in a, in a way. I don't I don't you remember subconsciously what the argument do. was. I don't remember what the argument was. What was the argument? <laughs> <laughs> the argument was that I don't think he's actually Spider-Man yet. And and now you're saying it. Yeah, like after this he is Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, you maybe I mean? was wrong. Shut up, Kush. Give <laughs> me <laughs> <Eat> my cookies. <laughs> That's admitting defeat. Um, <laughs> maybe I was wrong. 
So do you guys want? But, to talk no, about but no, you make a great point with cameo? the origin story because guess what? It took us three movies to actually get to his like the the like the most consequential part of his origin story. With great power comes great responsibility, and mm -hmm. it fit well. And, and of course, yes. it, could, it, it wraps up the the need of no Uncle Ben in this uh, this trilogy as well. Right. So I want to ship. Do you guys want to ship me over to the that Daredevil cameo with Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock? Oh. Yes. Okay. First and foremost, I, I I knew it was coming. The rumors were building. We we kind of knew it was coming. I liked that you know Spidey needed you know Peter needed a lawyer because of the he was accused of murder and this this and that. And it was cool seeing him in, um, you know, come in to represent him. My, my only, and Mark, we kind of talked about it um, over the weekend. Like, they just shoehorn him in, and then he goes, okay, see ya, bye. Right. I ugh, I felt a little cheated Sorry, that, like, they, they mm -hmm. brought him in and then pretty much just kicked him right out. Mm -hmm. so, so I don't know if I necessarily feel cheated, but this is another point where I'm not sure if I agree or disagree with you, Jay. Mm -hmm. Because I was fine with him just kind of popping in and popping out, but at the same time, I wouldn't use that scene, but several other scenes, particularly with the villains and like stuff in between fight scenes, where I'm just like, it feels like there's maybe 15 to 20 minutes of this movie that was cut. If that makes sense. Maybe. I feel like I feel like there were some parts that were just cut, like a little bit more exposition with some stuff, a little bit more explanation and maybe a little bit more on uh, matt murdoch uh so that's why i'm like i'm not sure if i necessarily agree or disagree with you because i'm fine with him popping in popping out maybe they could have given him a line or two more you know we see a little bit more connection but that was enough for me they didn't have to do it but there would i would use other scenes to say it felt like some stuff was cut short mm -hmm. and i think matt murdoch i think matt murdoch was more of a connecting point you know, because we did get at the end of Hawkeye, we get Kingpin, and now right. we get Matt Murdock in this, so you can kind of, you know, circle it all up and, and put and, yeah. And I'm I'm super I'm super happy about it because it it, it opens up the possibility that the uh, Netflix Marvel show are are taking place in this universe, which we kind of already knew, but they always like ignore that, and 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 that I, I just I just need some Luke Cage. I just yeah. need to yeah. Luke Cage now, like so. I'm glad that he showed up, even if it was for a second, because it's like, ooh. So can we now get Luke Cage? Can Luke Cage show up? <laughs> right. You know who I need? I need John Berthold's Punisher. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. I think that's what I think, need, bro. And I think that was really the point of of the Matt Murdock scene, right? Like to me, it just read like just straight fan service. Like there was really no narrative purpose for him to be because they could have just gotten really anybody to play that lawyer but it but i think they just dropped him in there specifically like the like the day after the hawkeye episode five you know premieres kingpin like like reveals kingpin like that seemed like a like a, a stratagem to show like hey we're gonna blend these two universes now i think and, it was completely intentional yeah, i mean Let's be yeah, real. I think that I think it was meant to like to let the audience know, like, hey, these characters. It, it was meant to confirm, like, hey, these yeah. characters exist within this universe, and now you're going to start seeing the street level heroes. Like, yeah, because otherwise the they could have gotten Ben Affleck to do the Matt Murdock right. thing. Right, right. <laughs> which which would have been cool too. That would have been fine. You that would have been hilarious more than cool. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been confused. I just, I, I just need so I just need Luke Cage. Yeah, honestly, the first season of Luke Cage is probably my favorite Netflix 
I'm gonna be honest with you. The first seasons of all of those shows were yeah. the best for them. No, I no, disagree. No, season three of Daredevil was a masterpiece. Throw Iron Fist in the garbage. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you, Pest, because I completely forgot Iron Fist existed. Iron so I didn't even I didn't even trash. have it in my right. head. Yeah. Right. Mark, did what it was you may have to a do. point You're with season three forget. Daredevil, but like for the most part, I feel like the shows, most of them peaked at season one. And like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, I feel like they peaked at season one. I yeah. agree with that. Jessica Jones, particularly, like she only had that one flamed season. out so quick. It was I thought Jessica Jones was whack from the beginning, personally. I, I liked it, man. I liked that season one a lot. I liked it too. Um, yeah, it's just like the follow-up. Just it was a mess. Like everything that mm-hmm. came after that that first season was a mess, and they never explained what happened between her and Luke. Like why did they like part ways? That they never explained it, and I was waiting the whole time. And speaking, of, I forgot out. which which one of you four said it brings back like the city level or the street level threats. Yeah, in terms of city level. Going back to how they did a great job of wrapping up this and then setting up the four, five, and six, possibly, you technically have a city level Spider Man again after, which is yes. kind of crazy. I, 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 I didn't know. I want that friendly neighborhood yeah, Spider Man. I'm like, I'm not sure if they could have pulled it off because, like, I usually have a problem when you go something as big as saving the universe back to down, just saving the city. But, like, I, I was surprisingly just like, yeah, you know what? This could work. Going back to the sea yeah. level, could, I, I wouldn't totally be surprised work. if it's just for a movie and then, you know, things get yeah. back on track, but it, it's still nice that they did it, that. It, no, it could, yeah. it could totally work because they did the whole they did the whole soft reboot where nobody knows who's, who mm-hmm. Peter Parker is and they don't know yeah. that he's Spider-Man. So, so now yeah, he I'm doesn't. And, and, and you know what? I think that's good. I, I think that's really good because now we can centralize this Spider-Man story and not have to worry so much about, you know, shoehorning him into these big events. Now he's street level again, uh, you know, and 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 who knows, man? Maybe, maybe, maybe I think I think it might only last for a movie. Does, what's that? Maybe it lasts for two, but the one thing that the the first three movies did that I liked, which was just teetering the line of connecting him to the MCU and keeping him as his own thing, because mm-hmm. uh, like we're gonna need, or I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel like you're gonna need some type of replacement. For what Tony Stark was in the MCU, which is he'll pop up every now and again in more than just his own movies. Right. At first, I thought it was going to be Spidey, and I'm kind of glad it's not him anymore. So I'm just like, all right, who is it going to be? Or maybe, like I said, maybe I'm wrong. That maybe we don't necessarily need that anymore. It's, prob- it's probably yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what? It could be. Strange. It could yeah. be. Uh, and, and let me you say, know what? let me say this about about that before we switch topics. The thing that I like the most about like them like bringing him back to this sort of like tragic street level spider-man is oh and i just lost the point just now oh the like just the whole idea of like the world forgetting about peter parker no one knows this peter parker character but they still know his best friend who eventually becomes the hobgoblin now he has to potentially in the next movie or the movie after that fight this person who was once his best friend and his best friend has no recollection of him has no memory of him and uh you know what i mean Wait, are you like, saying that's gonna happen or is this an idea well, you're throwing that, out no, that is, potentially that, is, that could be coming yeah. yeah which is hilarious because they hinted at it all yeah. when he was like yeah. so did you have a best friend Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will betray you and become a villain. <laughs> he was, yeah, bro. Toby's like, yeah, I had a best friend. He died in my arms after he <laughs> yeah, tried to kill me. After yeah. he tried to kill me. Peter, I <laughs> promise okay. I won't try and kill I, you. I, I, here's, let me give the movie some praise that I really love. One, all three Spider-Man uh, lived through a tragedy, whether it was Aunt May, MJ, Uncle Ben. 
I love that. One thing, one the one part that struck an emotional nerve, which is something that I feel like most of the Marvel movies are lacking, no offense. Um, when Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, rescued MJ, you know, that was very, very powerful. Like, I was so glad that uh, that was well executed. I just, just yeah. uh, one of the parts yeah. of the movie I absolutely loved. Yeah, well executed, definitely well executed. And I it, agree, and it, and it goes back to me saying, I just, I just feel like I really, really want, maybe even need that that third final conclusion to, to Andrew's story, man. Listen, yeah. I'm telling you, man, if if he if he gets zapped back to Venom's world accidentally, we're golden, okay? We're golden. I want to, I want to see. I kind of want to be Venom zapped to his world accidentally. Uh, either way, I don't care. As long as those two end up together, I think that would be okay. great. You know who? Yeah, I, want I think it's. I think it's going to be Tom Sony Holland Marvel? going going to the Sony verse because Feige has said in interviews that Spider Man is the only character that's going to be able to traverse back and forth. That's so. Great. I think he could mean more. Hey, man, listen, you could be right, but he could just mean Spider Man the title. I'm not really Holland, you know? Maybe we get because Mahershala Ali's Blade. Is on the way. The Eternals teased him. Yes. I want Blade versus Mo- Morbius. Please, please. Yeah. Get oh yeah, Blade we saw the Morbius, Morbius trailer before. Yeah. That yeah. needs to happen. That's the crossover that needs to happen. Oh, also, also, be honest, when I when the Morbius trailer started already... showing, I actually thought it was a Blade trailer at first. Yeah. Like yeah, like you know, and can we address this? So yeah, when we're talking about like. Marvel characters or MCU characters crossing over, uh, you know, in the Morbius trailer, Vulture's there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody sure. explain that. You know, like, how yes. is he in that unit? How is he in that universe? First, well, of all? wouldn't would, does does that imply then that Morbius is taking place in the MCM, or is it just like, oh, somehow Vulture ended up over in the Sonyverse? That's my question. And then there's the posters in that in in that trailer, the Spider-Man posters that have Murderer. Like spray yeah, paint. Makes me think that so then I think it takes place in the MCM then. Discord. Right. I mean, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see because yeah, it, it it doesn't make sense because it is a Sony property, but who knows? You know what? Maybe we will get that Blade versus uh, uh, Morbius. Maybe we will get it. Who knows? Right. Well, I'm not kidding. When I, when I started seeing the bats, I was like in the in theater. I'm like, is this Blade? Are we seeing a Blade trailer? This is kind of early, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> the first thought that came to my mind. Yeah, I think now that we've had this kind of open door of Sony and Disney working together, you're going to see a lot more that more of that. I, I think so. I think ultimately they'll probably blend. It, it only makes sense. They realize they can. Well, if you go into like a real world setting, they realize they can make more mo- money together than they can separately. Uh, if, right. if, if this if this Spider Man movie doesn't show them that, then nothing will, because this Spider Man movie is a license to print money. Like, wasn't it just off of million dollars worldwide? Yeah. In Yo, I saw years. I saw a news article yesterday. It's still that said, before they counted Sunday's ticket sales, just Friday and Saturday alone were already top two all time for opening. Yeah, before like, they right. counted Sunday's tickets. Right. This, is, this right. is a license to print money, man. So yeah, they, yeah. They, I, I don't see Marvel and Sony not working together in the future. It's just and, too and much money back, on the table. Right. That goes back to what I was telling people, like in real life and on Twitter. I'm like, some people don't realize, as crazy as it sounds, Spider Man is bigger than Marvel. That man oh, is yeah. like. The Superman yeah. of Marvel in terms of recognizability, yeah. that's a world, yeah. marketability and stuff. Like, more people know Spider-Man than they know what the company Marvel is. 
And for that reason alone, I like I remember saying early on in the hype channel, I was like, this is gonna be bigger than Endgame, bigger than Infinity War. And that, like that's the sense I meant bigger in. Like more right. people are gonna go watch this than ever before. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I use the term four quadrant a lot. Like, you know, when in posts and like on this show a lot, like when we talk about different types of films, I think that this is like the perfect um, representation of like a four quadrant film because we as like super fans, of course, we're going to see it, whether it sucks or not, like whether we think it looks bad or not, we're going to check it out. But there were plenty of people that went this weekend, this past weekend, that weren't necessarily comic book fans, that weren't necessarily like um, serious movie fans, that weren't necessarily like into superheroes or anything like that, but they know Spider-Man, they're familiar with him, they grew up with him. So, you know, it makes perfect sense that this movie has done what it's done. And I like the completeness of the movie. I mean, it runs you through every single emotion as you're watching it. You know, my niece cried like five times. So, I mean, it just, it gives you all of that depth that you need yeah. in the movie. Right. The, the, the last the last 30 minutes of the movie, my wife was crying the whole time. <laughs> like she, <laughs> legitimately, she, and, and after the movie was over, she was like, it's just so sad. <laughs> For a moment, I thought Toby was dead. When he got stabbed, I'm like, oh my God, oh, did he kill him? That was a big shot. You, you know that's, what I realized a, he wasn't? That's a nitpick for me. Go ahead. What? You know when I realized he wasn't because I thought it for a split second too, but then I was just like, oh, they're not focusing the camera on him. He's probably all right. And they like, I was yeah. like, hey man, should you be folks panning the camera over there? Nah, they just didn't. They, I was like, all right, he's probably. When that stab happens, somebody in the movie. When that stab happened, somebody in the movie theater audibly yelled out, "WTF!" Like it was like, what the? Oh, there was there was multiple people. There was people screaming. There's no yeah. need for that in mine. Right. I like how afterwards, that's, that's goes, a, yeah, I've been stabbed before, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's yeah, a nitpick for me. Like, why didn't his before? fighter sense, like, kick in? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. in, he's old. Because he's old. Okay. Like, Stop old. the cap. Yeah, right. old, a, at a certain point, you can't use that excuse, but I agree. No, man, he's old. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, everything bad with Spider-Man is that he's old, okay? That's all we're going to say. He's old. Right, right. <laughs> but no, I agree with Mark, Yeah. I will say, oh, look, now Peter Parker. I'm, I'm just on Twitter, and now Peter Parker is trending. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, One thing I like that, that needed to be done was that little small... Okay, first of all, the bonding between the three was on point, yes! in my opinion, that they had that was in the lab. And, and fighting. Yeah, I love like, the comedic moments in this. It was like, needed... It was 100% needed for them to like back up Andrew and be like, you are amazing. Because once again, and going back to what I said earlier, he is a better Spider-Man than people remember. And the reason right. people's memories are clouded yes. is because the movies are bad. You got you to gotta separate the performance from the movies. Yes. The first movie wasn't bad, was though. Really I like that Spider-Man. I did not I, like those movies, but I can I can attest to that, Koshi. Yeah, that you're right. I, I thought they were fine. They were, they were I like that first one a lot, man. They I were thought fine. Some of the, but at least we could all agree his performances as the character were good. Maybe even oh, great yeah. at some point. So yeah. I've, I've always said this. I've always said this that Toby was always a great Peter Parker, but not that great of a Spider-Man. Um, uh, uh, oh my God! I just had his Andrew. Name. Andrew, was Andrew, a great Andrew, Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man, but a uh, and Peter Parker he was uh, he wasn't mm -hmm. geeky enough, in my opinion. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't geeky enough. He, he was, was a great emo. Spider-Man, though. You got all the comedy, yep. all of the doesn't and shut up. The body language, fight. I'm telling you, the head ticks, the body language in the suit. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so like, and then, and then, like, like, and then, like, Tom is kind of a, a good blend of both. 
in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So so it, it, it almost it almost felt like it almost felt like when the, the three of them was there, it was, you know, the MCM's uh uh the MCM's Spider-Man. Over here, he's talking to, to Peter Parker. Over here, he's talking to Spider-Man, like the devil and the, and the, and the yeah. angel on the shoulder. Right. That's what I felt like as I was watching oh. the three of them interact. Wow. It didn't feel like three Peter Parkers. It didn't feel like three Spider-Man. It felt like one Spider-Man, Peter Parker, perfect, talking to Peter Parker and talking to Spider-Man. That's what I thought. There you go. Yeah. That's how I felt. That's My true. favorite scene between the three of them together killed me. I laughed so hard. It was like They said to Toby, how are you shooting it out of your wrist? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was and we knew that was going to come up too. No, my, my, you know, we, my we also knew the, that it's going to come out of anywhere else was going to come up too. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. So my, I mean, my not only favorite, that, but like, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. My, my favorite was the real life version of the Spider Man point meme when they're yeah. like, hey, Peter, Peter, yeah. him, him, me, him, right. him. I knew him, they were going to do that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, perfect. They did yes. it. I just needed them to do it, and they did it. So I was happy about that. Yeah. And the uh, the thing where where Toby's kind of arching his back over and like, yeah, I got a middle back oh, thing. My too. back. That's what Spider Man. Yeah. Then he cracks his back. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, as soon as he that, said my back, I got flashbacks to Spider Man too, man. Yeah. One yeah. thing. And the and the thing where they mention the Avengers, and he's like, "Cool, what is that? What is that? What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, so many good lines in this movie. So so many, just so many things that, in, in my opinion, were just done. Please, they were pleasing to me. Yeah. Like I, I walked out of this movie absolutely pleased because it just again it felt like Spider Man on the whole was put in a nice neat little package with a pretty with a, with a pretty blue and, and red bow on the top. It was just like this was perfect to me. This was perfect. I love this so much. It was perfect. And I actually got chills when the last words of Aunt May was with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, and we all know when she knew she was gonna die right there. That was curtains. Yeah, when when she when she said that, I I said out loud, "You gotta be kidding me!" (laughs) (laughs) I said said it out loud, "You gotta be kidding me!" Between I think the best lines in the movie, the most powerful lines like that, are between that line and the end when the Spider Mans look at him and go, "Listen, dude." It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like for me, the most powerful but for me the most powerful scene. Well, there's there's a lot of powerful moments. But for me, the one of the most powerful scenes is uh, an actual real quiet moment, right? So mm-hmm. after the world has forgotten him and he like goes to tell uh, MJ who he is, and he's practiced the script. Like, I know you don't know me, but my name's Peter Parker. And then he goes and he sees that like she's happy like she's at peace her and ned like are both like about to go to mit and they're like they're they're realizing they're they're about to realize their dreams their lives are actually better without him in it and he realizes it in that moment and he and she asks him like is there something else is there something else that like you want to tell me and he was like he's just like thinking to himself and then he just goes and walks out like I just thought that was like so poignant like yeah. and it was just so well done like you didn't really even need a lot of like actual like 
dialogue to understand like what was going on in his mind. He did a really good job like conveying. There was a lot going on with that too, because I yeah. mean, you, got, you have to think like Spider-Man after afterwards with that. Uh, right. I have nobody left that they can take from me. Why would I go back and put people in my life they can take? Right. From me? Especially, yeah. especially it, it when, goes when back he sees to the, the earlier band-aid. line. He sees, yeah. he sees the bandaid and he's just like. Nah, I don't want to put you through that no more. Guess yeah. what? It, goes, it doesn't hurt really anymore. Earlier yeah. line that Doctor Strange told him: the problem is you. You're trying to live two lives. You got to choose one. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, he's yeah. just he's living the life try. of Spider-Man alone. Um, mm-hmm. there was a point I was going. Oh yeah, yeah. So with the with the Aunt May thing, I so obviously curtains for her. R.I.P. to her. But I will say throughout the entire movie. I was like, Aunt May, you're stupid. Why why you wanna cure these villains, bro? I it's their fate to die. I'm I sorry. I was I was completely on that side. I agree. All the way to the very end, I was like, listen, even when they cured them, I'm like, yo, listen, the right decision would have been to just press that button at the beginning. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Get them out of right. here. Get these get right. these yeah, out of here. Exactly. No, I get it. They had to make Yeah, Adrian Yeah, they had to get back with the no kill policy. Yeah, right. that and, superhero has. Right. And like the, the bigger, the, the, the biggest glaring problem, and this is why I say the first act was like kind of problematic and clumsy to me, was like when Doctor Strange is exp- like casting the spell and is explaining to Peter like, no, everybody's going to forget that you're Spider-Man, including me. Like, I don't like in my mind, I'm like, why would that be a problem? You just as soon as the spell is over, just explain like, hey, like you've probably forgot this, but. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Parker. And you just tell everybody that you want to know, tell them that. Like, Mark, why- And with the end of the movie, too, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, he should probably do exactly what you're saying to, like, the rest of the Avengers and superheroes. I'm like, that That seems like an easy fix to me. Yeah. Well, but, he um, did explain. So there's he certain things where it's just like, yo, just do this thing. instead of what you're doing. Right. Well, what Remember, you say, he, did say, he did say when he's like, he's like, my Aunt May should know because it was really messy when I told her that oh, I was yeah. I don't want to relive that again. Relive I will that. say though, for the and superheroes, then, I'm like, that's an easy fix, especially like if you got to go back to Doctor Strange and be like, yeah, man, hey. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me, yeah, let me especially, explain. Yeah. yeah. Especially the heroes. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I guess like Joe, what you're saying that does make sense and especially like if he's public enemy number one, as they say, like, you know, in the backdrop right behind you, Kush, like, you know, if everybody thinks that he's actually a murderer and like now no one knows that no one in his life knows that like he's actually spider-man maybe they would freak out like you know maybe they'd be like oh my god like you're a murderer like you know mm-hmm. like maybe he was right. worried about that reaction so, so it yeah. does beg the question out because guess what we never got the the solution or the resolution to whether or not his case against mysterio was solved that was never addressed in the <laughs> never film addressed at no. all oh so no, he probably it was, still no, is public enemy no, number one no it was addressed it was addressed it was addressed. Um, uh, it was addressed in, in the uh, when um, Daredevil. It was. It was addressed. Yeah, he said. He said you're still left to court of public opinion. Yeah. But I, which is true, but I have a feeling somehow legally he's gonna. I don't know. They're gonna try and do something. I don't. I just have. Well, a no, feeling. that's that, and that's and that's why all of uh, Stark Industries stuff got got jacked because mm-hmm. they blame Stark Industries instead of mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Which right. is another thing. Going back to like him being Spider. Man, now and him being to the streets and whatnot, and the new suit. Another thing I love about the new suit under the design, I was like, he don't have the technology anymore that protected him from nope. dying. Yes, exactly. Nope. 
Now, now, now he's oh, now he's now he's broke ass uh, Peter Parker, which is yes. what he should have been. The he whole time. should have been from the jail. He should have been my dump. rent and broken door apartment. Bro- yes. Yes. Broke that ass the same, Peter Parker. Was that the same apartment, apartment. that Toby Maguire? No, it wasn't sure because that apartment was higher up. It was in a way higher building, and it okay. the, the, the it was way smaller than that. It was like way smaller. Yeah, it was listen, like a legit he, yeah. studio. He's 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 back in a crummy apartment. He's got to get his GED now. He's not going to get yeah. into college. Uh, like I was saying off camera, though, I thought it would be a, it would have been hilarious if you were like, can somebody fix this door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one can I talk about the music I know, I know real getting, quick? Uh, we're getting, you know, Kush, I know you got your show coming up here, but I, I got one question for everybody. Because there's only one part of the movie that I didn't understand. Maybe you guys can explain this to me. The scene mm-hmm. right before that, that Doctor Strange battle where he was out of his body. How was Spider-Man able to move like... I have no idea. Spidey sense. Spidey sense. Was that it? He, that's, listen, that's what I was kind of so, so thinking. He, and this is what I was oh. thinking. He knocked he knocked Peter Parker's soul out of his body. His right, so his soul goes out of his body. But the spider sense is an internal thing. Oh, and that's he, true. So it's that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, so was it just Link? It was the spider sense making. And I'm move like, the last thought from the brain the spider sense has was keep this away. Yeah. So like, was it just doing that job? Yeah. yeah. Real quick, I, I, real quick before I, I go, because like you said, Jay, I got to dip like really soon. Yeah, I just want to talk about the music real quick. So you guys already know like. My like, I think the very first time I came on talking about my background in music and my love for music, specifically like yeah. orchestral stuff. So score with movies, I love the score of this movie. Yes. I love the fact that it's a very small thing, but they managed to get both Toby's and Andrew's themes yes. in there. And the, yeah, I heard Toby's original theme when they went to the high school. I was just so much joy was brought to me. I was so happy about that because um, music is a way more fickle thing to get rights for. Sometimes like the studios literally just have to write a very similar but yet still different score and a uh, music sheet to play it mm-hmm. instead of using the actual thing. I don't know if they did that, but it sounded just like the original one. And and then I don't know if it's a new Spider-Man theme, but the theme that was playing basically for the last 30 minutes of the movie, I love because we're used to the Holland Spider-Man theme being right. dun 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 dun. Yeah. At the end, it was Riffing that somber, yeah. slow one, which is like, duh, nah, nah. it reflected the the past 30 minutes of the film. And when he was sing- swinging, that was playing. I was just like, I, that, I love that a lot more than I expected it to. Yeah. And the feelings I get from that reminds me of um, Toby's Spider-Man 3 theme, which was very mm-hmm. similar. And it also reminds me of the Amazing Spider-Man 1 theme, which is not a memorable one. It's not necessarily a good one, so it's not memorable. But I went back and listened to it. I'm like, it, it evokes feelings of those two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah that actually, I, I can agree with that. And I actually thought about that like as, as I was watching it, right? Because like, if you think about that main kind of like homecoming theme, that it, it, it gives you a feeling of like whimsy, right? Like there's like a joy to it. Right. Like there's sense of like adventure, but it's there's a positive energy to it. Whereas like like you said, in that final scene, that final swinging sequence, it's a totally different vibe. And it and it definitely like lets you know, like, okay, going forward, like this is this is the same guy. But it's a different Spider-Man going forward. It's a different guy. You know, what I mean, he's gone through a change and now like we're going to see like a, like an, like him in a different environment, different types of adventures, it's going to be a completely different thing. So and I thought that that was really well. From Peter Parker, the sidekick, to Spider-Man. 
And yeah. I know we'll say for those like if maybe help you get a better understanding. If you could find it online, try to see if you could find that the ending theme, which I think um, it, it could be not confirmed. I think that is the new Spider-Man theme. Listen to that, then go back, listen to Spider-Man 3 team and listen to the amazing Spider-Man theme and you'll see what yeah. I'm talking about. But Jay, I do got to hop out right now because I got to set up my stream. I'm not sure if you guys can end here or continue, but I want to say thank you so much for having yes. me on. It's always a joy to be on here. Yeah. Jay, Mark, Joe, obviously Pest. It's always a joy talking comic book stuff with you as well, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Yep. But I got to be out, man. Uh, stay geeky, my friends. Follow him on yeah. YouTube, follow him on Twitter, follow him on Twitch. Links are in the description. Kush, we always love having you on. I love being on your show as well. Uh, thank you so much for taking time off your busy schedule to be here, man. And we cannot wait to have you back, Kush. Thank you. Yeah, this was a blast, man. Thank you for being part of it, man. Just let me know when. You already know I'm down, man. Peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Okay, guys, bear with me with the uh, technical thing here uh, since Kush had a bounce here. Um, so while he's doing that, Joe, like I feel like we have ignored the chat completely. Do we have any questions or comments yeah, that we I, want I to address? Yeah, I can address? these for you. Um, I think way in the beginning, I think it was Josh Bates that asked, uh, how do you rank No Way Home versus Into the Spider-Verse? Um, well, if that's a question for me, that's like a Sophie's choice, man. I l absolutely love Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, and I felt like in many ways, this was sort of like a live action version of it. So, um, man, like it, it would really depend on the day that you asked me. But like as of today, since this is like fresh for me, and I, you know, I came out of the, the experience I had in that theater, I will probably carry with me for a very long time. So I'm going to save this one. Okay. Wow. Uh, well said. I got I got one for you, Jay, uh, from Josh. <laughs> and I don't know if this is a dig at you or not, but it says, uh, what is an example of a 10 out of 10 film for you? <laughs> Easy. The original Rocky, Raiders of the Lost Ark training day those are perfect movies so basically anything with an oscar worthy performance yes yes I'm a, listen i love my comic book films i love my action movies i love my godzilla movies but i'm also a cinema snob okay i like my you know my movie movies my cinema my indie films whatever is there's nothing wrong with that so so yeah i'm definitely a movie buff but like mark knows this we've done this this is why you come to nerd cage we rarely give out tents Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of those incidents. Like we, like we rarely give out tens. Wait, the first Rocky? You give yeah. him the first Rocky the a ten? Oh yeah, Rocky's my all-time favorite. That's a masterpiece. It's, it's a perfect yeah. ten in my in my opinion. I think it's. I also believe it's one of the best. Movies I'll second that. I I I love that movie. I don't think Rocky One's even my favorite Rocky. Wow. That's fair. That's fair. Wow. I'm not gonna knock people. We we already had. Yeah, we covered Rocky. We ranked all the movies. Like we all had different opinions, but for the most part, most of us agreed that the first one's you know still But yes, Josh, if you're still here, that's my idea of a ten out of ten. No way would I put a movie like Spider-Man a ten out of ten. There's no way, or any MCU movie. The only ones that come close is maybe Winter Soldier's up there. Like I'd give that one a nine. I'd give Black Panther mm -hmm. a nine. But no way, any MCU movie I would give a ten. No way. Wait a minute, I, I just, okay. The thing that I've I just, noticed. I, I just, I just oh, have one question. I just have yeah. one question. Where, where you put Rocky Four? Rocky Four oh, director's for cut. For me, that's low. The director's cut is better than the but the Rocky because, Four. Because that's the best Rocky movie. Is Rocky my least Four? Favorite. I oh love, man, I no. love all the Rocky movies, but Rocky Four is my least favorite. 
it's it, it's a it's a two hour <laughs> music Turn video. Turn it off. We out of here. I've never been so disrespectful in my life. Yeah, see, I think I think the thing you gotta remember. Oh, great though! I love all of them. With this particular panel, is Jay and Mark are usually you know they they want the class of the movie, they want the the Oscar worthy performances, the rem, the remembrance. Whereas when it comes to me, I just want the spectacle. I, I just want I just want to be able to have a fun roller coaster ride. That's a perfect right. movie. Yeah. And, and at the and at the end of the day, that's really what it is, right? Like movies, like and I'm I'm stealing from John Campy here, right? Like so, movies are experiential events, right? Like so, you go into a theater and and how you feel when you come out, you take that with you forever. Like like your nostalgia, like towards that movie is is what makes it a great movie for you or a terrible movie for the rest of your life. Right. And that's why we have like differing opinions about it. Right. Like about different movies, because we experience those things differently. You know what I mean? Like, so that's a big reason why Jay and I like disagree on a a whole lot of things, because we just view them differently. This is not echo chamber. okay? this is nerd. We debate. we, we, We poke fun at each other. But at the end of the day. We love movies, we love comics, we love these TV shows, you know, and yeah. of course we, video games too. Like, we all have different opinions. It, we, it would be boring. This wouldn't be Nerdcage if we didn't, you know, have different and opinions. And I'll, I'll bring this point up. I'll bring this point up. These two, Jay and Mark, are the adults in the room when it comes to watching movies. I just want to feel like a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I want to be—I want to be taken to another place for an hour and some change, or That's fair. three hours. I understand. In, in, in the case That's of fair. these movies, now I just want to be—just take me somewhere else. Let me experience something new. I don't—I don't need all of the all of the glitz and the glamour, right? Just give me—just give me a good movie that's fun. Even if—even if—even if the fun of it is being suspenseful or being scared, you know what I'm saying? Just—just just give me the fun. Give me the fun. Yeah. And, I, and I think our community feels like the same way as, you know, half of them are probably like Jay and Mark and they want something classy and they want something that's, you know, an Oscar worthy performance. And the other half is just looking for a fun ride. I mean, that's just basically the split between the world, you know? Yep. That's what we yeah, like. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to have to come back and we're going to have to have just an overall movie debate because yes. I, I think it's going to be very interesting. Oh, Pat. Yeah, Man, I wish you were on that Rocky you Ranger. Are fa- you're part of the Nerd Cage family. You're welcome back. Like, yeah, we I'm love, not, we yeah, love yeah, having I'm, you on, dude. You, make, you, you bring an aura. You bring an energy. You make it hysterical, man. So I'm going to have to come back here. We're going to have to argue about movies, man. That'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. I do have a request, though. You know what I want to do? When football is over, after the Super Bowl, I would mm-hmm. love to do a live stream. You, me, Mark, Kush, Ash Money, and Fisk. We need to get Fisk oh, in here. My shit. God, if we, if we have a stream with those guys, oh, my God. It's going to go into territories that that the Internet has you never sure been you want, You sure you want that on your channel? Maybe maybe my channel is better for <laughs> you guys, you know what I'm saying? We you, just you guys are, are, are it's, it's the suburbs. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fist, listen, fist is fist in the suburbs anyway. Listen, we 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 have to take this somewhere else. You guys are, are making strides over here at Nerd Cage, and I don't want to. We don't want to mess your money up, so we got to do that <laughs> somewhere else. 
I think it'd be fun to have Fisk on here. It'd be a nice change of pace. I've been wanting, I've been wanting to reach out so I'm to have him on here. But if we could do, like I said, when football's over, and we have time to get, um, you know, Ash and uh, Fisk and Kush and you back on, just for what you just said, like a, just a general stream about movies. Oh my God! Oh like, yeah, that might have be to be like. Yeah. Dude. What do you want to make it like a like a nerd cage raw or a nerd cage uncensored or something yeah, like, like that? Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. That is good. Yeah. Oh, by the, oh, by the way, um, oh my while, 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 I, while I have you guys here, I'm going to just push you on the spot. Yeah. Um, on Friday, I am going to be doing a Christmas Eve stream. Uh, I, I tend to do these streams, uh, you know, ever, ever since I, I showed up, I try to do a Christmas stream. And it's really just a party, okay? It's, it's There's no subject matter. We just hang out, we talk, people bounce in and people bounce out. I like to uh, uh, officially invite the, uh, the the Nerd Cage crew to the uh, Christmas Eve stream party thing. I'm gonna probably get drunk on camera. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, listen, we'll have, we'll have a blast. We'll talk, uh, we'll just talk about everything. There it really is no subject matter. I just uh, think that, I, I wholeheartedly believe that you know, as content creators, regardless of the content that we're making, we're all family. Yeah. And so why not get together, you know, on Christmas Eve and just have a little Christmas party, you know, a little digital Christmas party. So you guys are, are absolutely invited. I'll make sure that I get you guys a, a link to that. Um, what, you know, what, what just what I just awesome. know what time because we usually do uh, on Friday nights. We usually go on Twitch. But what time are you thinking? I'm gonna probably stream for like four hours. The last the last time I did it, we were on for like four or five hours. Like, like, yeah, like he said, he said he said pop in and pop out. So yeah. like whenever yeah. you're ready to jump out, yeah, just I'm just out. gonna I'm just gonna yeah. hand you I'm just gonna give you the link, and when you're there and I see you, I'll be like, oh. Look who's here! Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what time? Yeah. What time so, are gonna, so what Joe, time are gonna start? Though, it'll, it'll, it'll probably, it'll probably start a little later on in the evening. Um, I'm thinking probably like seven or eight. Uh, okay. I am, and 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 uh, one of the really cool things that that uh, I'm super proud of of doing is I, I got a contest going on right now on my uh, on my Twitter. If you go to my Twitter and you go to the pinned comment, uh, I'm doing a Christmas morning giveaway where uh, I am personally going to give a random person five hundred dollars. Oh. Uh, on Christmas morning, I'm going to give a random person 500 bucks uh, as a, as a gift. Uh, there are also two other people who have pledged 100 bucks and 50 bucks. So we're going to give away 650 dollars, uh, and we're going to pick the winner during the during that stream. So, awesome. nice. be, you guys, awesome. Nation, you hear that? You want to win some money? Go hang out with uh, yeah. us. Go go over to go over to my Twitter. Go to on my page. Go to Link's the pin comment. All you, all you have to do is go and and comment under it. What would five hundred dollars do uh, for you on Christmas morning? That's it. That's all you got to awesome. do, and you're entered into the contest. Awesome, Joe. We got we got one more question here from Goji Shea, nineteen ninety one. You want to tackle that one? Uh, says, do any of you guys know if anything's been said if there will be more movie, Spider Man movies with Tom Holland? I know that something was said, like Amy Pascal said something, and then she kind of retracted it. So I'm not really sure if anything official has been said. Like, I'll just break down, like, for, yeah, for people a lot of who do but I don't know if anything's confirmed. So yeah, so so I'll just quickly like break down, like like what actually happened. So Amy, for those of you who don't know, Amy Pascal is sort of the Kevin Feige of Sony. Right. So she runs the Sony verse 
you know, as far as the as far as the the spider centric characters in that universe. Mm -hmm. So she, uh, during an interview, had made uh, a statement saying that there was essentially going to be another another uh, trilogy, like a four, five, and six for the Tom Holland Spider Man, and. Um, uh, representatives at Disney and other people at Sony were like, yeah, like we don't know anything about that. So she basically made another statement saying that um, she was like kind of misquoted or whatever and kind of pulled it back. And since then, there's been sort of like, not really hints, I, what's, the, what's the word I want to use? There's sort of been like little like nibbles as far as like, yeah, like we're working on something. It's not official yet. Like we're still like, there's still contract negotiations. There's still this yeah. and there's that. So I don't think anything official has been, um, has been uh, announced yet, but I think we all kind of know. There's, know there's gonna be a there. general interest, but yeah. I don't think it's yet. And Tom Holland did say he wants to take a break and I don't blame him. So yeah. yeah. I think if we he do made a more Spider-Man, I think it's going to be down the road because I think Sony wants to build up their universe. So you got, you got Craven coming out. You got Mobius. I think what's going to happen is we'll get more Spider-Man, but I think Sony's going to build up their, their universe a little more. Um, yeah. I could be, yeah, I could be wrong about this. Um, I may have lost count, but I think that he still has one more appearance in a yes. non-Spider-Man yeah, yeah, movie. Confirmed. I was listening to, shout out to the uh, Weekly Planet podcast. Great podcast. Um, if anyone wants to check them out. Um, but yeah, they said, I was listening to them today and they confirmed that, yeah, that he, he owes uh, Marvel one more appearance. Which if I had to guess, just based on... Or just appearing like, you know, in a Thor or something. Like he owes one more yeah, appearance. I, I think just right. based on the end credits trailer, um, he's probably going to be in the next in the Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's what I would, think. I, I would yeah. think so. Yeah, more than likely he'll be he'll he'll make an appearance in it, and that'll be his contractual obligation. He'll be like, all right, take a couple of years off. Which, I, honestly, I, I think I think that's the best move. Honestly, whether or not they're going to have more Spider-Man movies. I think they should wait a couple of years before they I mean, even. This, yeah. this is a good like ending chapter. Yeah, like, if we they can stop here, or if they and it'll be cool like, to see him good. come back older. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like so, if they time yeah. jump a couple of years and he's yeah. been this Spider-Man for a couple of years and exactly. has gone yeah. through some stuff, I think right. it would be a, a really interesting right. way to look at it. Yeah, I think this is a good this is a good stopping point. And not to mention, too. in the meantime, they did have one line in the movie. That kind of was a little foreshadowing, and that was when Jamie Foxx goes, "There's got to be a black Spider-Man," you yeah. know. So, yes. I, based on what I, I just dropped, the concept trailer, I dropped it on the Facebook discussion group. If anybody wants to see it, I believe we're ready for that. So, yes, yeah. And yes. R.J. Kyler would be perfect for that. He, yeah. you know, he's in that fan film. I think he'd be a perfect choice. I would have said Shamik Moore if he was a little bit younger. Like Shamik Moore is the voice of Miles in uh, into the into the Spider-Verse. And that mm. actor would be a great live action Miles Morales, except that he's like much older than that character would be. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see right. what happens. Okay. A lot of things. So it looks like we did we did about an hour and a half here. Uh, I mean, Joe, is there anything that we missed or we glossed over? Or anything uh, we, we should cover real quick before we call it night here. I'm pretty sure we t we touched on everything. The only things that we didn't really touch on, uh, we didn't too, do too much about the uh, 
the thing where he Bluetoothed the uh, the arms of Doc Ock, which <laughs> I thought was kind of a little bit of a plot hole because you yeah. know, if, if his suit can do that, anybody's phone. Anybody, can do that. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then uh, the Electro Stark reactor—that was the only other thing we didn't really touch mm-hmm. on. But everything else we pretty much hit, so I think we did yeah. pretty good. All right. Um, so, Pess, since you are our awesome guest here, for, for again, thank you for like so taking time off your busy schedule to hang out with us. This has been an absolute blast. But go ahead, plug whatever you want to plug. And oh, you know what? We should probably give our like final rating too. Um, but oh but yeah, yeah, Pess, yeah, yeah. Plug, Pess, plug yourself in and then give your final thoughts on Spider Spider Man and maybe the future of Spider Man as well. So go ahead, dude. Um. Okay. So, uh, you guys already know, uh, YouTube. Twitch, Twitter. Twitter is the best way to interact with me. I stay on Twitter all day long. Um, again, I'm doing my I'm doing a Christmas giveaway. Uh, there is uh, $650 uh, in the prize pool right now. Um, I am going to personally give someone $500, and then we're going to figure out what we're going to do with the other $150. Um, and and yeah, you know, I'm just uh, super super glad to to be here to be able to. You know, nerd out with y'all. It's always a great time when I come come nerd out or, or nerd cage. Again, I don't get to do this a lot. <laughs> like, I don't get to just be super nerd. Uh, I've got to be football change guy. That. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I, I always got to be football guy or or I've got to be like video game guy. Uh, so I don't I don't get the opportunity to just be just a, uh, the the super nerd that I actually am. Uh, so this is always a great time. Um, my final thoughts on the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I am going to give this movie a solid eight. Okay, um, I want to give it a nine, but but I, I uh, there's just a, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things, but I think this movie is, is is an eight out of ten. It is a must a must watch. I personally think this is a top five Marvel movie overall. Okay, this yeah. is this is definitely a top five Marvel movie. You gotta go see it in theaters, and then you gotta go buy it so you can watch it at home because it ain't gonna be on Disney Plus. Um, yeah. But yeah, love the movie. I think it's great. I'm super happy with the way that the the, the movie ended, the way we told the story, and uh, I'm satisfied. Like I said, I think that we can go a few years without Spider Man. Uh, and and be okay based off of what we've seen, uh, and and it's, it's time for Marvel to start establishing some of these new people because we've got to get to a whatever the next big bad is. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy, and I definitely suggest that everybody go watch it. Excellent, Joe. Go ahead. Uh, final thoughts and anything you want to plug. Uh, we got coming up. All right, I give this movie a nine and a half out of ten. Ooh. Um, Definitely the best movie of the year so far for me. Um, just about, it was just enough to unseat Ghostbusters for me, uh, although that is a close second. And going forward, I mean, there are some things I'd like to see. You could see uh, maybe they'll go further with Andrew Garfield, given amazing Spider-Man 3. Um, I definitely want to see something come of Miles Morales. And um, I'm perfectly fine with Tom taking some time off uh, because that gives time to shift focus to other Marvel films and be able to kind of connect the dots a little more on how they connect to this if they do. So uh, coming up, I believe tomorrow we have our continuation of Shaolin Monks on Twitch. Yes. And then coming Friday, we have, we're going to be playing uh, Untitled Goose Game. 
Yep. So look out for that. Yes. And um, all right. So uh, Mark, go ahead. Close us out. Close the um, your closing thoughts on the movie, and of course, anything you want to plug in that we have coming up. Sure, sure. So as I said at the beginning of the stream, uh, I gave this an eight out of ten. It's not a perfect movie, but it is uh, without question my second favorite movie of the year, only behind Dune because I just think that's a masterpiece. Um, you know, I said off camera to these guys that I'm not 100% happy with all the bumps in the road that this took, but I'm more than pleased with the destination, like where it ended up. I love that this gave us the Spider-Man that I have been wanting since the beginning of the trilogy. And um, all of these surprises and even the things that we knew were coming felt like surprises. So I, for that reason, I just think that this is an incredible film that everybody needs to see. Uh, it's just, it's got tons of action, tons of poignant moments. I think we get some great, uh, great performances from uh, not only from Tom Holland, from Willem, De Willem Dafoe, but from Zendaya, from, uh, from uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, uh, Alfred Molina, which we haven't talked about this entire stream. I thought he did a great job. Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I just think that overall this was this film like really met my expectations on a lot of levels and uh i would just leave it at that and then as far as things we have coming up uh um tomorrow i guess we have the finale of well not tomorrow today's monday right so wednesday we have the season finale of hawkeye um uh wild band and i are doing a, a hawkeye series of reviews on tiktok episode five will be dropping uh probably either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow and then on friday we'll drop our review of the finale and then i have a surprise uh, look back episode that Jay and I did earlier a few weeks ago that we're going to be dropping sometime next week. I don't want to kind of say what it is until it's finished, but yeah. look out for those things. Yes. And uh, real quick, uh, thanks to everyone who came in tonight. Be sure to, you know, join the Facebook discussion group. Uh, obviously, if you're, um, you know, if you're listening to the audio podcast, thank you. This is going to be up on our audio stream, but we're on every single audio platform, so thank you very much for that. Again, Joe said earlier we're going to be on Twitch, continuing our quest in Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Thank you to all the big combat heads out there that's been, you know, um, supporting the Twitch. Our Twitch, the Twitch <laughs> has been growing, so thank you to everybody for that. Um, there will be no other live streams this week on YouTube. Uh, we're kind of going to take this week off from live streaming uh, because of the holidays. Uh, but I will say, we have one more live stream for the end of 2021. Uh, next Thursday, December 30th, is the Matrix Resurrections Watch Party. Just come over, let your nuts hang out as we watch The Matrix 4. I'm seeing the movie <laughs> Wednesday. I hope it's good. I hope it's good, but if it's not, we're still gonna do this watch party anyway because you know it'll be—it's just fun to hang out with friends and watching a movie. Right. It's like it's like renting a movie theater with just your friends and nobody else. So, yeah. really, really looking forward to that. Um, and there will be great things to come in January. But yeah, like I said, no live stream this week. We'll be on Twitch. Look out for the TikTok videos, and we'll do like I said, Matrix watch party will be uh, next. 
Thursday to end the year on an absolute high note. And of course, Mark and I will definitely do a rapid review uh, probably this week uh, to drop on TikTok on top of um, Hawkeye. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, that's pretty much all I got, guys. Uh, pass, stick around for like a minute after we're done here because uh, I got something I want to ask. I didn't get a chance to ask earlier. Um, but again, thank you to everybody in the uh, chat here. Um, for coming in on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube. Uh, we had an absolute blast with everybody. So, uh, that being said, we pray please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like syphilis. So, USA, from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Louisville, Kentucky, Virginia, Queens, New York, to all of our friends and fans around the world, at Nerdcage Live, the hub. And PTA Sports, as always, enjoy life, stay safe, and remember, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Thank you very much, and good night. Sayonara. Good night, sis. <laughs> Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>